Welcome to the Fam Time Podcast, where we discuss family worship, intentionality, and many other topics related to home discipleship. We hope to encourage and equip you in your parenting journey. Here are your hosts, Frank Trimble and Jenna Halleck. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fam Time Podcast. This is Jenna, and we are here today with my friend and partner in ministry for a number of years, Lauren Jackson. She is the founder of Kids Ministry Circle and has a wealth decade plus uh, experience in the kids ministry world. And so we are going to get to talk today about her experience, kind of where she comes from, what she's working on, uh, and all of the fun things about her daughter and her questions yeah. of theology that she has I'm on sure a regular yes. daily basis. I can't wait. The Ruby-isms, as I like to say. So she yep. and her husband, Luke, have been married how long? Oh, gosh. Almost nine years. Okay. Almost yep. nine years married to the wonderful Luke and two kids. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the kids. Yes. Yeah, so Ruby is almost five and then Noah is almost two. So we are in the preschool world. Absolutely. So fun. In, you're in it. You We're are in, in the trenches. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's Those my family are as well. Intense. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. Parenting years. Oh yeah. And so, tell us a little bit about how Kids Ministry Circle came to be. Like, what yeah. was the Lord doing, and what are your hopes as you are really? Are you in year two, two of ministry? Yes. Yes. Okay. Year two. Uh, So Kids Ministry Circle is really a community for kids ministry leaders to be encouraged and equipped to love and serve the local church. And this just kind of came out of a handful of years working in small churches, working in churches with small budgets, working in the church planting world. Mm -hmm. And then I had the opportunity to work for a huge church, a multi-site, huge team, huge church. And I got to work alongside five other kids directors. And it was the best experience because I had a built-in team of idea creators, encouragers, friends, prayer warriors, like all of these things that I had built into this. Just focused on one area of ministry. Yeah, Yeah. they were all kids ministry leaders, not to mention there were six kids associates and there was two centrals. Like we were a great team and wow. I'm so grateful for that but I I was in that role and thinking everyone deserves a community like this yeah. of people who you can bounce ideas off of yeah. share struggles celebrate wins and so mixed with my experience in the church planting world where I watched a lot of friends in ministry leave mm-hmm. because okay. they were burnt out yeah, they didn't totally. feel supported they didn't feel equipped they weren't given the resources that they needed to really thrive mm-hmm. in the kids ministry leadership role and And so with that experience, I was like, well, how do we create a community for them Mm -hmm. to really feel like they have a group of people who they can listen to and learn from and collaborate. Yes. And collaborate. And sometimes Mm -hmm. there's things that are happening in the church that are just hard. Right. And as staff members, it's a fine line of, well, can I share this with people who also attend my church? Right. And, and so I feel like that can be a tricky, yeah, like who's safe. To yes. Talk to? Who, yeah. who are my friends that are going to, who are going to hear me say things that are hard, mm-hmm. but also realize that their church is still beautiful mm-hmm. and still yeah. worthy of supporting and loving and serving in. And so that's kind of how kids ministry circle was created of just providing this environment for kids ministry leaders to be on social media together and 
I like to call it a virtual table. So sit on Zoom and just chat and Mm -hmm. share things. And we do this fun thing that's like, uh, it's BYOR. So bring your own resource. And so we share (laughs) resources and we get to pray for one another. And so we've just, I feel like we've created this really sweet environment that Mm. I hope helps leaders change their perspective so that there's longevity in ministry. Wow. What a great resource. How, how can people, how can a children's ministry get involved? Like what's, what are the resources? How do they plug in? Yep. So we've got a handful of different ways. We are on social media. So we do primarily a lot of our content over on Instagram. So that's what you'll see me the most. You'll see our content and resources over on Instagram. We are on Facebook, but I feel like we've just chosen Instagram to be sure. our primary social media because I don't want to be on all of the things. Uh, <laughs> so many things. And is so, there, can you do that? Can you say no to one? Is I have it? said no to TikTok. Oh, okay. TikTok is a hard no for me. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're getting started. We're, we're, we're dipping our toes. We'll dipping see I toe. know. <laughs> I never say never, but right now I'm saying no. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> um, and so you can follow us on follow us along on Instagram and then over on our website, kidsministrycircle.com, we've okay. got a ton of free resources. And there are two primary ways you can be a part of this community. So the first way is our cohort. So we're just about to launch our spring cohort. That's about to start in March. And then, so we do cohorts in the fall and in the spring that are 12 weeks long where we meet every other week. We've got a uh, group me chat going. That's like a constant Mm -hmm. form of communication Mm -hmm. alongside the zoom calls. And then the other way is coaching. So if you are in ministry and you are in a spot where you just really need a coach, a cheerleader, a someone to bounce ideas off of and get some guidance Mm -hmm. on your ministry, how you're leading volunteers, events, all of those sorts of things. Um, we offer coaching as well. So those are the Social media, website, cohort coaching. Yeah, those are the so ways. good. Yeah. I love how you are describing a warm environment, an encouraging environment, one where, let's say they are kind of off on an island in their church staff or something, mm-hmm. and they don't feel, whether it's real or not, they don't feel supported. Yeah. And to have this group, this community, it's so rare. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, and when it's you mentioned so needed. turnover rate, and it's true with youth pastors as well, it's like, it can be very lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a big heart of mine is we are all one, like we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. And so we can be cheering for the church down the street. Oh, absolutely. And you have to, I feel like in ministry to protect your heart, you have to choose collaboration over competition because I feel like once, once you take on the viewpoint of competition, that's just where that stuff eats you alive. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. And so to be able to sit with some friends who maybe don't, Aren't, don't share the same denomination that mm. you do. And maybe they don't agree on the same things when it comes to second tier and third tier right. theology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's okay to still say, hey, what you're doing in your kids' ministry is so awesome. I yeah. want to learn from you and vice versa. Yes. And so I think creating an environment where we just can come together and say, hey, we may be different on some things. You may have a Bible study hour and I don't do that. You may have a midweek program and we don't do that, but still be able to say, Hey, what can I learn from this environment? I think is really special and unique. And that's what I love the most. Well, we learn so much from each other. Mm -hmm. And if I can hit the rewind button for a minute, like part of this conversation is 
Lauren and I got to work together at Family Time for yeah. a short time. Mm-hmm. She was actually with us through a really challenging season. Mm-hmm. But I learned so much from you in in that time. I mean, your perspective on curriculum writing mm-hmm. and the the sort of in the trenches parenting that I was out of mm-hmm. at that point. You know, my kids were preteen and teen in those years that we worked together. So I think this collaboration, even amongst those of us who are, uh, we're kind of swimming in the same stream, but we have different callings on how that plays out in our ministry, I think is so important. Like we can always be learning from each other and growing together and again, cheering each other on. And so that's a little bit of what this is about. Like we want to cheer Lauren on Mm -hmm. and what she's doing for a kid's ministry as we are working with the family ministries of church. And oftentimes that point person is the children's ministry leader. Like they're going to be an integral part in developing a family ministry strategy for Mm -hmm. their church. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of how many children's ministers I've met at like family ministry conferences and in family ministry classes. And there is kind of a built-in interest there. And it's a great, a great kind of, I don't know, it's a great middle ground or it's a great uh, point person for most churches to talk through what are we going to do for parents? Yep. You know? So I think one of the things with our listeners, I mean, we've got a, a lot of listeners that are parents. Mm-hmm. And I think one topic that I would like to spend a little bit of time on this morning is, okay, you've got your parents and they're committed to doing what they can to raising their kids in the Lord at home. But they also want to partner effectively with their local church. Mm-hmm. And with your experience and what you're seeing interacting with other churches and whatnot, like how can parents effectively partner with the children's ministry in their local church, and then how can they encourage the children's ministry or children's minister, sorry, in their church, Mm -hmm. knowing that it can be a really tough job, lonely job. So how can they effectively plug in and partner with the children's ministry? And then for the person, like how can they intentionally encourage and support that children's minister? Yep. I think a couple things come to mind. Um, The first one is obviously just show up. Yeah. Just mm. be there on Sundays, be there at events. Mm-hmm. Um, I can recall in a handful of my previous jobs, you get kind of your core of parents who will show up to everything. Every time, yeah. And that's so nice because sometimes you walk into a room and you're feeling discouraged because you thought more people would show up. Yeah. And just to see those familiar faces matters. And so showing up is a big piece of just being present. Well, and parents don't forget, I mean, these are not people who are just showing up to Mm -hmm. Mm. hours and hours of planning have gone into these events. (laughs) Your church has invested in Mm -hmm. the supplies and the resources for the event. This is no small thing. Like this is part of how they're ministering to you and your family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so showing up also invite some people. Yeah. Like maybe mm. you have a small group of parents and you say, hey, we're going to block out time in our schedule so that we can show up to this mm. event and learn together and right. do something together as a small group. I think there's a ways, there's ways to show up and then really show up and bring people. I was about to say, and really be a part of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. and one of the things we hear all the time with parents is they feel ill-equipped, right? Mm. To like maybe teach their kids at home. Mm -hmm. And I think the same is true with evangelism. They don't feel naturally equipped necessarily to go invite the neighborhood kids to their home to do a a Bible study or I mean, fill in the blank. And so when your church is putting on these events for kids, yes, this is a perfect 
opportunity yep. to invite those neighborhood kids or the friends from school or mm. what have you yeah. to an event where you know they're going to hear the gospel and it's going to be a great program and hopefully they'll have a really fun and engaging time that they will take with them yeah. regardless of if they come back to the church next week or not, yep. they'll have that association. I went to the church and it was a good experience. Yeah. 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 So thinking forward, we're coming up on Easter. Yeah. So think about what Easter events are happening in your church right. and how to invite your small group, invite your neighborhood families, invite yeah. random people that you see. I mean, going <laughs> because back to... Because it's, it's culturally acceptable for in most places to do an Easter egg hunt. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's fun. It's kind of like Halloween with yep. like a trunk or treat or something like that. Great way for kids to have fun and get candy. You yep. know, and they, all of that stuff. So it's, it's kind of, even though it's still scary... It's still scary to ask somebody to do a church event, or it's still scary for most people, if we're honest. But it's such a great opportunity to take advantage of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find the best way to invite other people is have your kids do the inviting yes. process. <laughs> yes, that's right. They're not afraid. So it's harder to say no to a cute little, yes, you know, it is 100%. Year old. It's kind of fun to watch them try to say no. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, so showing up is a big one of yeah. just being mm -hmm. present. Um, and showing up does not mean volunteering. Mm -hmm. So I think okay. that's a really good clarification. Yeah, it is. And I feel like a lot of times parents get the bad rap because they mm -hmm. don't serve. Okay. And I feel like it's okay to not serve. Right. Yeah. And it's okay to say, Hey, I'm not in a season where I can be in a classroom with a bunch of kids because I have a bunch of kids of my own and we're home all week. And I was going to say it. some of it has to do with gifting. Yes, I mean, we've been absolutely. We're going through that at our church just through Romans 12 and mm -hmm. just looking at what are you what part of the body are you and you, your calling or gifting may not be with small children. So that's yep. a part of it. Mm -hmm. Some of it like you said though might be the season of life you're in. Mm -hmm. And it's just simply impossible. Yeah. But you want your kids to be poured into. Yeah. And so that's the arriving there. That's mm -hmm. the yeah. being ready to be there. You yeah. Know? So a good way that I always talk about parents and serving is parents don't have to serve on Sunday but they are called to help you recruit. Oh, okay. And so when it comes to recruiting volunteers, you can say, hey, parents and people in the church, can you please help us recruit? Right. That cannot be just on the shoulders of the kids ministry staff person. Yeah. And so it's, hey, parents, look at your circle of influence. And maybe there's a young married couple in your small group mm -hmm. that right. are looking for ways to get plugged in or yes. are looking for ways to serve the church. Maybe there's a single young adult somewhere that you meet on Sunday or throughout the week. And you're like, Oh, you would be perfect for this yeah. role in our kids ministry. And so I think parents can have the lens of don't feel guilty about not serving, right. but there's also a part that you can play in recruiting. Cause I know that tension is so hard. I've been in this spot before where as a kids ministry leader, I've had to turn away families. And as a parent, my child mm. has been turned away because the classrooms are so full. Right. And wow. so I think there's a, let me, help you like right. let's help each other in this process right. and going to the kids ministry leader and saying hey what what volunteer roles are you looking for i'm gonna help you yes. yeah i think so that good. can go so far in encouraging the kids ministry leader and just getting the word out mm -hmm. the yeah. kids ministry staff person only knows so many people well and regardless of the size of your church mm -hmm. those parents know people on a different level than yep. you as the children's pastor probably do so yep. Yes, make those connections. Have your eyes open for who are the people who I think my child would really enjoy mm -hmm. 
teaching their Sunday school class right. or yeah. checking them in on a weekend worship service. Yeah. And then you take the initiative to say, you know what? Or have your kid go say, will you please teach my <laughs> Sunday school class? <laughs> Do you care about me? <laughs> And my soul. Do you want me soul? to know Jesus? <laughs> Do you, no, you don't. Okay. Well, and it's. I think about you know. There's a something about a personal invitation from somebody that's mm-hmm. not on staff. Yep. So whether it's right or not, people think, oh, well, that's part of your job. You're mm-hmm. supposed to ask people mm-hmm. to volunteer. You're always asking for volunteers. But if just your good friend, yeah, mm-hmm. notices a gifting in you or notices a willingness in you or whatever it might be, and and says, I think you'd be really good at this. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you come with me? Yeah. Or something. And that's so different than the staff member doing what they should do, which mm-hmm. is recruiting volunteers yeah. and whatnot. But it's just it's just a different feel. Yeah. Well, and can we just shift gears a little bit toward like, all right, how do we encourage uh, our mm-hmm. in the trenches? Absolutely. Children's leaders, yeah. yes. teachers, directors. Because I think it is a thankless job oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. There is yeah. an assumption like this is your job and you do it. But yeah. they are giving of themselves in a unique way. Mm-hmm. I mean, being married to a pastor, I can tell you, they are giving of themselves. This is more emotionally taxing than mm-hmm. other jobs, yes. right? Yes. And you are wanting to give the very best to these kids when you have the opportunity in mm-hmm. the church building. Mm-hmm. So pray for them. Yeah. Like, please pray for mm. you, not just a children's ministry director, but yeah. for the volunteers, the teachers who are in the trenches doing this with hmm. the kids in your church. Mm-hmm. And then practically, I mean, again, depending on the size of your church, maybe there are built in like encouragement pieces. Yep. That, mm-hmm. You know, maybe you get an email or a reminder that says, Hey, we're going to appreciate our teachers on this week. Bring a little yeah. you know, gift card or something, but yep. maybe you're not in that kind of church. Mm-hmm. So you need to be forward thinking to say, okay, maybe twice a year I can do something extra. Yep. Yeah. For specific leaders. So what would you say to that, Lauren? I mean, I know you would say yes. Yeah, do it, absolutely. But I'm sure you have yeah. other like practical ideas too. Well, I think the negative voices are often the loudest voices. True. And so for kids <laughs> ministry leaders, sometimes the only feedback they get is... The negativity. Yeah, this mm. was wrong or this didn't go well. You should change this. Mm. And so I think just for parents, an encouragement for them would, to, would be... If you see something great, mm. say it. Because yes. I like I have a folder yeah. in my email inbox that's just titled encouragement. Mm. Yeah. That is from parents over the years wow. and fellow ministry leaders that like I can refer back to and say, oh gosh, it yes, these things may have yeah. gone poorly or we could have done this better. Yeah. But here's the things that did go well. And here's the stories that I can take and say, gosh, this was worth it. This was right. worth the hours of cutting out crafts mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. like setting up tables and doing all this stuff. It yes. was worth it because this family has this story yes. of God working in and through their lives. And so I think the encouragement piece is if you see it, say it. Yeah. Like it's as simple as that. It could be an email. It could be a text. It could be yes. pulling it, them aside. It'll change their whole day. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we when I was a youth pastor, there was a, a mother in our youth ministry. Her name was Kathy Silver and she's just awesome. Mm-hmm. She makes the best brownies of all time. But Shout out Kathy. Cat, oh man, Kathy Silver. <laughs> she's the best. But she would do that. She would come up like in the lobby at church mm-hmm. and without a specific reference point even, she would just go, thank you for pouring into my son. Yeah, mm-hmm. It means the world to my husband and I and we're just very thankful for you. Mm-hmm. And I would just almost be tearing up like, you're welcome. Yeah. You know I mean? It's <laughs> so fantastic. simple but we you know, don't, we don't do, do it. it. Yep. Yeah. So it's about making that mental note. 
yeah. and then actually doing it. Well, and yeah. what's something that our listeners, so they, what, uh, when they're listening to this, what is something they can do today? Yeah, I like, think... Very practical, easy. What's something they can do today to encourage their children's minister? Yeah, I think even just a text or yeah. an email saying, hey, I'm praying for you today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that is so simple. Mm. Or it's so easy to send like Starbucks gift cards to mm-hmm. be like, Hey, yeah. grab a coffee on me today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like five, it's five bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's so, that's such a simple well, it might way. Be more than five bucks. Well, yeah, <laughs> but five bucks is, a, is enough. It's like, enough to get something. Yes, for uh, sure. A small cup of coffee. Yeah. 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 No, I, I tease, yeah. but it's, it's stuff like that, that yeah. I think is really practical and yeah. doesn't cost a lot of money. Yeah. And that's it right. could, it could be like something bigger is, Hey, if you, if your church has a midweek program, Mm -hmm. what if you said, Hey, can I bring your family dinner? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's stuff like that, that is, can be so overwhelming for a parent who's in ministry, who's running midweek events for someone to say, Hey, I'm going to bring your family Chick-fil-A and they could eat it before Mm -hmm. the midweek program. Such a great idea. And that makes me think of the spouse of the children's Mm -hmm. minister. If that's a, if that's a situation that's present. Yeah. Like how can you encourage them? And I think about those meals. I think about, you know, they're sacrificing their family member, Mm -hmm. the time away and all that stuff. And there's people in my life that were so kind to my wife and kids Mm -hmm. while I was, running the service or while I was preaching or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And those people have such a close place in my heart because they clearly cared for the ones I care about the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so even that side of it is mm-hmm. encouraging them. They're sacrificing their spouse or their mom or their dad, um, for a greater cause, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not always immediately. Oh, what's the right way to put it? It's hard to maybe think of that in the moment. Yeah. Right. So then when you have the church being the church and surrounding them, be like, man, we love your spouse. We love your dad. We love your mom. And mm. we love you too. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I just think of that a lot. So yeah. Yeah. That encouraging piece is so important to just continue to uplift them. Yeah. And I think the prayer piece is huge. Yeah. It's like, how can we be praying for you? Asking that question when I was doing ministry in Texas, mm-hmm. my daughter was really sick. Like the first six months that we were in Texas, she okay. was allergic to everything, just allergic to literally everything. Yes. Yeah, so and you were in Austin. We right? were in Austin. So there's all sorts of there's pollen. There's so and, yeah. much just stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and just the simple fact of a parent or a coworker saying, Hey, how can I pray for your family? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just opening that door and saying, and for me to be able to say like, Hey, our daughter is constantly sick. Like, would you just pray that we would have wisdom and how to navigate that and how to work full time, both parents. And just like, just being able to share that one helps a parent realize that, Hey, your kid's staff person is a mom and a dad and a sister and a brother and a person who's dealing with a lot Mm-hmm. or could be dealing with a lot of family stuff and yeah. just life in general. And so I think opening opening that door to allow them to be more vulnerable. Yeah. And I think we mentioned this earlier in the podcast of sometimes it's hard to be as a to to be a staff person and know where to turn when life is hard mm-hmm. right. and to talk through things. And I think for a kids ministry leader to find those trusted voices, mm to say like, Hey, can we grab coffee? I just need to share. It may not be church related at all, right? but I just need to share what's happening just to have some extra support. Right. Right. I think it's just really helpful. So yeah. for a parent to be a listening ear, an encouraging voice yeah. and just a 
peaceful presence. Oh, if I may say that. that's so good. Well, well and I want to just circle back to the showing up that you mm-hmm. started with, mm-hmm. because that is one of those things that also feels simple. And yet parents, you're going to have to make some hard choices sometimes. Mm-hmm. But right. guess what? Let me just say as someone who is launching adults into the world mm-hmm. right now, <laughs> you may think that it feels like such a big deal to miss that soccer game on a Saturday morning for the lollipops team, you know, because <laughs> the fearsome uh, lollipops. Yeah, yes. <laughs> But guess what? It's going to be okay if you miss the soccer game to go to the event that's happening at your church. Because what are you teaching your children? What is the highest value for your family? So so I encourage you to do it. Check out Lauren at Kids Ministry Circle. Uh, We will have her links uh, in... The show notes. The yeah. show notes. Absolutely. Thank you, Frank, yeah. the podcast expert. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, yeah uh, but I'm this was rolling. such a great conversation. Thanks for coming, yeah, Lauren. No we problem. love you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Is there Are there any other resources that our people need to know about that Kids Ministry Circle is working on or something, anything coming up? Um... What do we got coming up? Well, our big one that we talk that we're talking about a lot right now is our event debrief plan. So oh. with Easter events happening and summer events right around the corner, one big step that's often missed is the debrief process. Okay. And so we've got this great handout, a worksheet and plan to help ministry leaders debrief events and it's totally free. So. I was just talking to somebody yesterday about that, a youth pastor in Texas about just the concept of debriefing afterwards. So I'm yep. going to go get that. Yeah. Cause that sounds awesome. Yeah. It's great. Well, thank you again, Lauren. This has been awesome. Yes. No problem. Thank you for listening to the fam time podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review so that more families can be equipped and encouraged. For more information about family time training, visit us online at famtime.com.